0: Welcome, everybody, to the Valentine's Day episode <laughs> of Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. I'm Lucas.
1: I'm Phil.
0: We hope that wherever you are, your significant other treats you to a brunch or, you know, second breakfast, if you will.
1: Yeah, uh, some eat- cake or at least some coffee.
0: Yeah, something like that. If you're married, some breakfast in bed. If not, hopefully they'll come by and pick you up at like ten or so. <laughs> you know, after you go to church, which it yeah. is brutally cold.
1: It is so cold outside.
0: Brutally cold.
1: I was going to say this is the frozen episode of Second let
0: Breakfast. Let it go, <laughs> let
1: it go. How does the? What's the new song? Into the unknown. Into I don't the
0: unknown. That... <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil. So uh, today is the, uh, at, at this filming, it is February 9th, recording whatever we call this. Recording. And uh, February 9th is my parents' 36th anniversary. Well, today. happy
1: anniversary yes, happy to anniversary. Mr. and Mrs. Lunsford. Yeah. I, what's, what are their first names?
0: Robin and Steven.
1: Robin and Steven. Hey, yep. happy anniversary, guys. First How many years again? 36 years. 36? Oh, I think uh, kind of you guys. One year behind me. I'm, I think I'm hitting 37 this year.
0: Dang, Phil. Yeah. Dang. Bronwyn loves you a lot.
1: She does. It's amazing. Yeah, that is And awesome. I heard. So, uh, yeah, so here we are. We are we are going to town. It's second breakfast. It's the frozen episode, and and I guess the Valentine's Day episode. Although what we're talking about, I don't think has anything to Valentine's Day. Well, Although for some of could, us, we could we could change it and say we're going to talk about love. No,
0: I mean we're talking about pain and suffering, and, and <laughs> for a lot of people on Valentine's Day, that's what they need to hear about. Whoa! Folks. Did
1: that music just suddenly stop?
0: Yeah, not my fault.
1: That's awkward. Yeah. Do we have to do that again? I think we have to do that again, Lucas.
0: No, I think we're good. <laughs> Phil, we pride ourselves on this uh, this uh, show. We pride
1: ourselves on low production quality. That's right. That's you get it. You heard it here, folks. You you know that you are not you're not going to feel guilty because we have spent too much time producing this show. Yeah, I mean, I I just
0: don't (laughs) want anybody to feel like you know they put too many hours in this,
1: neglecting their families. It's not happening.
0: Hey, Phil, I just had a great idea. What? I haven't talked to you about it, so I hope you're okay with it. What if because we can only put one shirt on Amazon Merch to, st- okay. to start. So what if we put three designs on the Facebook page and we let everybody vote on it? Let's them? do it. Yeah, our listeners can it. pick what the second breakfast you shirt is going to look like.
1: What the shirt will look like. Yes. Is it? Can we do front and back?
0: Uh, I
1: have Like to do a t- tag on the front? Yes. Yeah,
0: the- so here's the deal. If it's just one-sided, it is $16 <laughs> per yeah. shirt. Uh, and if we do two-sided, it's an extra, I think, Two or three dollars, so oh, so it's it'll be runs up around twenty bucks, yeah, around twenty bucks a shirt if yeah. you want front and back. Well, so, that's
1: that's less than a. You know, we'll
0: get the uh, we'll get the breakfast. designs up. We'll get the designs up for you yeah. guys. So yeah, uh,
1: all right, yeah, let's do it. So we we'll are going to put two or three designs up on the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll have a, everybody here in can the next vote. few days or so, and we'll have a vote. You guys got a vote though. You can't yeah. just leave us hanging. Right. Our, this is where we need to know that you're out there.
0: Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. That was supposed to be an echo. Let's try that again. Say, can you hear me?
0: Can you hear can me? me?
1: No, just try it again.
0: Can, can you, you hear, hear me? me?
1: <laughs> Phil, you're terrible
0: at this. I'm proud of you, though.
1: I tried. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well. All right, so, Phil. so is is it? Uh, do we have a dad's dad story with Lucas? Uh I think we have dad stories with Phil. Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> dad stories with Phil. But Phil, before you tell us your dad yeah? story, what's the best thing you had to eat this week? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So breakfast stories with Phil. So, uh, this is not the best thing I had to eat. The best thing I had to eat was my wife's chipotle chili recipe. It is. Amazing. We had it during the Super Bowl, which was I is a sad day for Chiefs fans. But we'll talk about that later because we're talking about pain and suffering. Yeah, and
0: you've been through you've been through the ringer in the past. <laughs> I've been past through week, a man. lot of
1: pain and suffering this week. Uh, so, but no, that that was amazing. But I do have to say, so there is a restaurant in town that I have always not liked at all, and I went there this week. So, I. My son, whom I'm going to tell a story about, by the way, uh, my son, who is 24, uh, and his wife, uh, they came in town to watch the Super Bowl with us. So they spent a couple of days here. They live in Dallas, and um, he, they came in town, and uh, they were free on Sunday for brunch, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, you guys want to meet?" And I, we said, "Yeah, you pick the place." And so my daughter-in-law, whom I love, Ashton, shout out to Ashton, my daughter-in-law, Ashton Blunt, uh, is, she says, First Watch. And I was like, sure, great. <laughs> I've always hated First Watch. Yay! <laughs> so shout out to First Watch. The story is I went there with an open mind and I ordered something and it was amazing. So the problem is I've always gone to first watch in situations where I wanted a specific thing, which they do not have, Mm. which is like biscuits and gravy. They have gravy, but it's turkey sausage, and I don't do turkey. Oh, okay. I don't do turkey. It's gross to me. (laughs) Anyway, so – but but I had this – Chicken and chorizo omelet. It was absolutely amazing. So, shout out to uh, First Watch. Woo, what First about Watch. you? Did you eat something interesting this week? Yeah, so
0: um, passed down in my family through the generations. Uh, is this just like kind of nacho soup recipe? Yeah. It's, it's just like a cheesy, chili, sour cream, sausage, bean. Like, mm. it's just really good. You put it that on chips. Sounds good. Uh so that's kind of like our Super Bowl thing every year. So no. we had some people Do you have over. any left? Uh I think there's a little bit left in my fridge.
1: Why don't you bring it?
0: All right. We can record <laughs> record a leftovers episode later. With some of that me so. tasting
1: some of that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good.
0: It wasn't quite as spicy this year as it usually yeah. is, but
1: Speaking of which, it's, we, could, we should bring this up because you talk about a leftovers episode. Have we announced what leftovers is going to be? No, we haven't really talked I, about it. I hate to do this yet. because that means we have to do it, but I really want to do it. Yeah, so, so we, I'm going to put us on the spot.
0: Yeah, so leftovers is an idea we've talked about, which is uh, based on questions that either we think you might have or, or should have had. Yeah, should have had questions, things that we've left out and questions you have sent us based on the episodes so that we can go back and go a little more in depth on some yeah. things.
1: So, Or just like, you know, we these episodes happen. They're very conversational. And as I'm editing, I edit these episodes week by, week to week and I put them together. Uh, I, do, I don't I do do that much editing. I edit out some of the, uh, and like if you know somebody walks in that doesn't end up being on, the, on the podcast. So <laughs> I edit out stuff like that. And as I edit, I think, oh, man, I should have said this. So we're going to start putting some of those things together, things we should have said. We call it leftovers. Might be video content. Probably will be video. Yeah, and I don't uh, think
0: it'll be maybe as consistent as the podcast. Yeah,
1: maybe not. And maybe like little five-minute things. Anyway, yeah, if you have sure. ideas, if you have things you thought, man, you guys, w- this was really confusing, or why didn't you talk more about this, or why didn't you explain this situation more, yeah, send us uh, send us a comment or an email. Yes, yeah, secondbreakfast777
0: at gmail.com, lucas at com, or phil at com,
1: Or secondbreakfast777. <laughs> Phil, I, I know you already said that. I try to, I try to lead.
0: I try to lead with that.
1: Yeah. So, Dad stories with Phil.
0: Dad stories with Here Phil.
1: Here we go. So, I told the story several episodes ago about my heroics.
0: Phil is a hero.
1: My heroics with the next door neighbor Rottweiler when my son Samuel, who is now twenty four, was around three or four years old. So I and, and short, long story short. I was pretty sure I was saving his life from the attacking Rottweiler whom I punched in the face. I don't think I told the part about how I stood in the yard and growled at the dog while my son ran out.
0: Yeah, you left that <laughs> part out cuz it makes you sound a little bit insane, but that's okay. It was
1: probably it probably looked very insane. Uh anyway, so a, a, a year or a year later maybe after this happened, My son hears about, and he was not very old. I think he's still like five years old, maybe. When he does this, uh, he hears about a contest for Father's Day on one of the Christian television stations that uh, he could win a prize if he tells a story about his dad. So he tells the story about me uh, saving him from the dog, and he wins. He wins the the contest, and so nice. we get to go to the TV station and meet with this uh, this young girl comes out and she's like an advertising uh, rep, a TV advertising sales girl, you know she's just a young girl just out of college. She obviously is not super uh, comfortable with small children. But you can tell this is her job for the day because this is the that that was the deal was the things that was the promo they were working on was this uh father's day thing, and so she meets us and she meets my son Samuel, who is you got to know Samuel's this skinny little blonde headed kid with a smile on his face a hundred percent of the time he Gosh. is just the most delightful little kid and and he wasn't like super. Uh, talkative, but this day, he met that young girl, and he decided that he was she was his friend, and so he, we sat waiting for our turn to go in and be on camera and do whatever we did, and he stood and talked to her, and we were the way the seating was, mom and dad couldn't really hear what was going on. We got bits and pieces of what was going on in the conversation. But, you know, you can kind of see this girl kind of nodding and smiling, and she doesn't really know what to say to him. But Samuel was carrying the conversation, and he was just talking to her. And so at some point, well, I have to back up. So he had just gotten old enough, I guess, or we had just finally approved uh, for him to go and spend the night at a friend's house. And I guess we had told him, and I think his mom told him this, that you, you're just not quite old enough, you know, for the years leading up to that. He wanted to go spend the night. And we're like, well, you're just not quite old enough, but now he's old. He's, and I guess what we had told him is that when your legs get this long or something like that, you know, your legs are just not quite long enough to go spend the night. Go. <laughs> That's what we must have told him because here's what we witnessed as we're looking over at this This young girl talking to my son, Uh, he is standing in front of her, just right up in her face, and he is telling her, I'm old enough to go spend the night now. Look, see how long my legs are. And he's got his... Shorts pulled up as far as he can pull them. He is exposing all of his bony white legs to this girl, and she is so embarrassed. Her eyes are huge. She does not know what to do. We're like Samuel, come here, buddy. You know. It was like, anyway, but uh, he, he he was just such an amazing uh, kid, and is he an amazing young man? Actually, and he's yeah. going to hate me for telling that story.
0: I'm so excited. So, <laughs> Sam, if you have complaints, please send those over to Jeremy at eastwooddosa.com. He would love to hear all about it.
1: Yeah. So. Sam's legs are long enough to be married now and to uh, live on his own. So, good job, uh, Sam. We're proud of you.
0: Proud of yeah. you.
1: Yeah. All right, Phil. Well, you ready for? Sorry, if I- you
0: guessed no poop, you are the winner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was no poop in that story. <laughs> no poop. Yeah, we didn't we didn't take bets. But uh so is it time for my culture lesson?
0: Yeah, it's time yeah. for some, that's the coffee. We have the dad stories, which is the coffee. Yeah. And, and now, now it's we're time to the for OJ. orange juice. Orange juice uh Ginzy, what of the week? Gen Z what of the week? Dank.
1: Excuse me? Dank. <laughs> uh dank. Well, I mean, it—it's hard because sometimes it's exactly what it sounds like, and then, but most of the time, it's nothing like what it sounds like. So, I, to me, I'm going to say "dank" is, uh, like it's an adjective. Am I right? as an adjective? Yes. Like something is dank. Like, dude, that's dank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going and I'm gonna say it's it's uh, like nasty, like gross, dank.
0: Okay, so usually when you go to that other restaurant, it's dank, but this last time it was
1: great. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, when I went to yeah,
0: so but you this are... time it was awesome. You actually have it completely backwards. Dank means of high quality. What? Yeah. So like you get some That's dank ridiculous dank These memes. people are crazy, right? Well, it actually <laughs> originates, I think, from something to do with the. Uh, the Mary Jane. So we won't go too far <laughs> into the origins of the word, but I'm pretty sure that's where dank comes uh, from. So. Yeah, I think but,
1: it does refer to high-quality marijuana, dank. There's yep. actually a dispensary in town, I think, named Dank.
0: Oh, nice. Well, uh, those are some dank pants you got Phil. <laughs> I really like them. Really nice.
1: They are. Thank you very much. So, well,
0: uh, speaking of... Um, The Kansas City Chiefs. Let's talk about pain and suffering.
1: Pain and suffering.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Phil. (laughs) So, for any of our listeners who have kept up with us, uh, over the past month and a half, you've had a uh, knee replacement surgery yes, and have gone through some pain and suffering. And then uh, this last week, uh, your pain medication (laughs) pharmacy thing didn't go through.
1: Mysteriously. Disappeared. Disappeared. So I went from pain medication every day, which is that you know it was helping manage the pain, right, uh, from surgery. And I and I think I have a little more pain than some people do because my they've told me my joint is really compact and tight. There's been a lot of swelling, and compared to some patients, but uh, I also called to get my next, you know, you have to call because of, you know, they're giving this as opioid addictive medication. There are laws that say you can only get seven days worth at a time. And you have to call the doctor every week and mm. say, could I please have more drugs? <laughs> and, you, and honestly, this is part of the story. You feel like a drug addict mm. calling every week because here's what happens. They have to say they when you, when they answer the phone they say, and what's this regard in regards to? <laughs>
0: Drugs.
1: And you say, pain medication. And they're like <laughs> Oh. <laughs> really? No, they don't say that. But they do. They ask you what it's about. It's that you can't just say, I need to speak to the nurse. They say, No, what's it about? You have to tell them. <laughs> uh, so uh, and then you have to talk to the nurse and say blah, blah, blah. And so should they. And so this week I call. I do my thing. Um, a week ago, uh, Monday, I call and I do my thing. And I say, you know, I need another round of pain medication. You know, still going through all the physical therapy, still quite a lot of pain. And so I call. And what I normally do is then I can see on my Walgreens app when my prescription is ready and I can go pick it up. So on Monday, I check. I check again. I check again. All day long, Monday, nothing. Hmm. I call I call in the afternoon. I'm like, uh, this sales not come through. They're like, okay. I don't know. I don't know what they said. But what happened is what basically happened was... what happened was there – the uh, prescription didn't come through on Tuesday. I still had some pills left over, though. By Tuesday, they were all gone. And I called, and they by this time the nurses, when I was calling, were saying, "I'm very sorry. We've sent it through for doctor's approval, and it just it hasn't come through yet." So I get in my mind the doctor is saying, "Nope, that guy can't have any more because he's," you know what I'm saying? Right. I think, they think, I'm an addict. (laughs) I've had too much. I think (laughs) all kinds of things. I mean, so that's Tuesday. They don't, I don't get any medicine. So it's all gone. Tuesday night, I don't sleep at all.
0: Ooh, poor Phil.
1: Wednesday night, I barely sleep at all. Thursday morning, I call the nurse. I leave a message. I'm in tears just about... I'm just like, I have to have the pay medication. So at this point, I think in my mind, still no response, still nothing. They call back that the lady actually calls me back that day and says, I'm so sorry. I've sent it through to the doctor, nothing, and, and it still hasn't come through. And I think, well, hey, this doctor is going to get punched in the face. <laughs> I That's will- what. <laughs> So anyway, so I go through this whole thing this week, and I I, honestly, I dealt with a lot of anger and frustration and pain and depression. Man, it was hard. It was a hard, hard week. When you're not sleeping, it's hard. So uh, I went to the doctor on Monday, and the doctor said, oh, yeah, I, I approved that on Wednesday. And the nurse said, no, he actually approved it on Monday. There was some kind of glitch between my doctor's office and my pharmacy that happened one time. So that whole torturous week that ended with the Chiefs losing the Super Bowl by the yeah,
0: way. What salt in the wound.
1: <laughs> that whole torturous week because it was because of some computer glitch. So yeah. What uh, so I learned several things about myself. Uh I learned I don't like pain.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the Enneagram you and yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. about this and like Nines. I'm uh, a nine. Which you're not really, nines aren't really known to love pain. No, no, no. Sevens are known to run uh, completely the opposite direction, which is what I am.
1: Yeah. Uh, you scarily, want everything to be eerily, positive so. all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm a very positive person. I can always find a positive spin, but man, that positive spin means I r- run from pain <laughs> really fast. Yeah. Which isn't always a bad thing, but it's no. not always a good thing either, so. No. Um,
1: yeah, so I, yeah, I did not do well with pain. I wouldn't imagine and suffering.
0: So, Phil, what I mean, obviously, physical pain is no no fun. No, but you you brought this up for a purpose. Yeah. So, what spiritually are are we gaining from this? Yeah. Like, what can we what can we get from this pain and suffering? Then.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, what I learned this week is. Uh, and I've talked about this a lot. That I have learned to deal with emotional pain and discomfort, depression, things like that. I've learned to deal with the emotional side, <clears throat> the emptiness of life sometimes, the you know down times and just feelings that come, the undefined uh, darkness and blueness of life sometimes. I've learned to deal with those things. Um, but man, physical pain was like okay here's another level right that you know Jesus dealt with physical pain that was completely unjust and he never complained <laughs> i certainly complained this week you could ask my hey, family you could ask anybody that knows me i complained this week did one i complain of the Lucas?
0: greatest lines i've heard from pastor gordon is if you're going to complain about it have you prayed about it and that's what you know, Phil. I did hear you complaining. Did you pray about it?
1: Uh, you know, I prayed. I know you prayed. I prayed it. a lot. I I begged. But and I, I whined.
0: When it comes to to pain, physical, emotional, uh, spiritual, whatever pain we're going through, so often, I mean, that's step one. If you're not turning uh-huh. to God right off the bat, and we don't even we'll, we'll talk about what that prayer should look like, but if you don't turn to God from the beginning, like that's got to be step one a and 1b is yeah. go and pray to the lord step 2 is pray some more yeah um so yeah. and
1: i'll tell you what you would, and this may not be what you're saying but to me i hear pain kind of reveals a little bit about your posture
0: Uh for sure it kind
1: of shows you what you're leaning on
0: it definitely does and i think that's like the you know we talk about being tested and pain is a test because it does it reveals what your first instinct is going to be to. you know you're instinctually going to do something, and that's yeah. going to reveal your heart and where it is at right and if I'm dwelling in the spirit and dwelling with my father, then my first instinct is going to be to turn to him, right but so yeah. often when we when we get in these tests, that first instinct kind of shows where we're failing in these right. tests so yeah
1: yeah, and so i I think what I think a good question is well. So and I got in this situation where there's all this physical pain. Should I have just done nothing because I think, well, this is an opportunity for me to learn? Should I have just not tried to alleviate my suffering? What do you think?
0: Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I think it, and it's like that fine balance in the middle that we always end up finding ourselves in where if we try to lean too far to one side – then we're never going to get it right, and so for some for some people, we're in a situation where the only option is to pray. Right. You're in a situation that is so painful, and there's nothing you can do about it. But for this situation, there were th- steps you could take, right? And so it's finding that practice. The they ain't doing any
1: good, but I I took them. You're right.
0: <laughs> but the first step is to turn to towards the Father, and then from there, I think you can. In, 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 in seeking Him, you can find those other steps to take. Yeah. And it's when we turn to those other things first that we have an issue, or we turn to those things, maybe not first, but over the Father. We go, okay, God, could you go ahead and just heal this? Thanks, bye. You know, we're right. like, all right, God, uh, you're not really listening, so I'm going to go find some pain meds instead. <laughs> Thanks, right. bye.
1: Yeah. And I, I just have to say, and I, I really am still kind of examining myself, this situation being so fresh. And kind of saying, well, how well did I respond to this? Because I think one of my favorite comments about suffering and circumstances, and I've quoted it more than once, is: "Is your best outcome here for your suffering to be alleviated, or for you to respond like Jesus would in your situation? Is your is your best win for your for your circumstance to change?" or for you to respond like Jesus would in your circumstance. And so it's really hard. This was really hard for me to have that attitude this week because I really wanted to respond like Jesus, but I also really wanted to, you know, I mean, I'm going through things like i got to get up in the morning and go to work. i got to have some sleep, you know. Yeah. Uh, So it was hard just to sort of – let it be what it was. Yeah. You know? And, and I, at some point I had to because at Friday, you know, thurs, by the end of the day, Thursday, I knew I wouldn't be able to get a hold of anybody. Yeah. So I kind of had to find, I got to that place where it was like, okay, this is just going to be what it's going to be and I got to find a way to have peace and joy. Yeah. You know, enjoy my time with my family and sleep as much as I can. Whatever. Do you Do you feel like this was the
0: Lord working in your life there, then Phil. Like, do you think? No. You don't... <laughs> how could a good God do something like this?
1: Uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't go there, honestly. I don't go there. I know because here is what I know. I don't. I don't say God did this or the devil did this or whatever. That doesn't matter. What matters is how. Do I respond and do I learn from it? So, so did God do this to teach me something? No, but was God teaching me something through this? Always, yeah, and one hundred percent of the time. That's I don't. So I don't go to that other question so much.
0: I think I, I don't go to the question. I think because there's not a question. God allowed it. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I, I mean, whether
1: God said, "Okay, right. here we go, Phil."
0: And I think that's my point. Is it doesn't it doesn't matter whether doesn't God. Matter glitched the computers, or he just allowed the computers to be glitched. He knew it was going to happen. you know, a Job-type situation where he allowed Satan to come in and tempt. Right. All of those things. The point is, in any of those situations, our response is key. Right. And our response should be to come before the Father, to seek Him, to know Him. You know, last right. week we talked about knowing God's
1: will. Absolutely. I
0: think both of these are in the same area where... Before we come looking for healing, we need to come looking for the healer. Mm. And so yeah. so often I come in, God, here's my problem, and you got to fix it. Exactly. No, like, God, I am satisfied. If my knee hurts the rest of my life and I can barely walk, if I have you, that is better than having a good knee. Now, right. would I love to also have a good knee? Yes. Is it okay <laughs> to ask God to have a good knee? Absolutely. Well, yeah. But it's not not a just coming to him like you would a doctor. Hey, give me this knee. It's coming to him as you would a father. I want a relationship with you. I want to love you first. And then, you know, because you love me, will you please fix this? Yeah. And like we look at Paul in scripture, he says he has a thorn in his flesh. We don't know what that is. There's a lot of people who have said it could have been this or could have been this, but we know it was a physical ailment that God allowed him to live with in order to continue to grow his faith and to diminish his pride. And so we know that there are times, and we've seen in our own lives, yeah. where God allows us to live with a pain. Maybe it's not physical for all of us. Maybe it's emotional or spiritual or it's some, some sort of pain that we can't seem to get over. But God allows us to, to live with that in order to help build our faith, in order to help sure. build our relationship.
1: Well, and I think to help us know him, and I, and I think what we talk about you know where the problem came from is is academic right you know that's not really the question to ask the question to ask is what's our response and the thing to know is god's response is always love in this situation yeah. god is not sitting we you know we talk about testing in a very humanistic way and and we need to lose our picture of testing humanized uh, testing, because God doesn't test like humans test. Yeah. God tests in relationship. I mean, he, he never leaves the mode of love and relationship and caring for us and nurturing us. He that, never stands aside and, said, okay, and says, okay, well, let's see what you do.
0: And that's, I, I heard a really cool, on TikTok of all places, just a cool illustration of this. And it was, if we're viewing God as a galactic babysitter, then he's doing a terrible job. <laughs> Like, if all his job is is just to protect us and to give us good stuff, like a babysitter, make sure we have our snack at 3 o'clock, then he's doing terrible. he's doing a
1: terrible job. But
0: if we view God as a loving Father, then he's doing an amazing job. Right. He's allowing us to have the fruits of our labor and saying, if you don't want me, that's okay. He's allowing us to be tested and tempted in order to prove our love for him. Yeah. Right. Like he's allowing these things to happen for a purpose and for a plan and for our good. Yeah. And and so it's I think for me one of the things coming to the, the conclusion of it is, is if God is allowing me to go through this, then it's better than being in any, in any other situation for me right now.
1: Yeah. Which is yeah.
0: it's is tough to wrap your mind around sometimes because some of the situations I've been in that that I've put myself in on occasions are not situations I'd want to be there.
1: Yeah, and I, <clears throat> and I think um you know, we're talking about pain and suffering and some people's pain and suffering is obviously based in evil. Yeah. And so we don't you know, we don't want to make light of that. Uh we don't want to pretend somehow like it's easy. Uh especially, and I don't want to pretend like my situation this week is anything like what some people have to go through with with abuse or with uh, you know, the things that are the direct result of evil uh, in this world. Um, but So it's hard sometimes to think about the reason, the cause. Uh, we know the cause is sin, you know, evil, and we know that that God has allowed the existence of evil in this world. But what we have to focus on as people of faith is to look at the things that are unseen not the things that are seen, because the things that are seen, including our pain and suffering, are temporary. The Scripture is very clear. It is a light, momentary affliction that is winning for us a weight of glory, an eternal weight of glory that far outweighs our current suffering. And I love what John Piper says in that little clip that we watched at the beginning of service a few times. It says, 80 years of pain will be as nothing. Um and he's comparing it to heaven but also I think there's a I think sometimes we don't have to wait till heaven I think 80 years of pain can be as nothing compared with the current joy of knowing him even in the midst of difficulty and in the midst of suffering and as we process the pain we're going through. Yeah. Um so yeah I think it's it's so much about Focusing our eyes on Him, and this has been a tough week for me to do that. But I've, I, you know, done okay. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Like I said, the I'm not. I'm, you know, Paul said I don't judge myself, so I'm trying not to judge myself too harshly. But God is, God has, uh, God has proven Himself really kind and gracious in so many ways, and has sustained me through very difficult times, personally. And it, it is. I'm going to continue to learn from it and to know him better through it, yeah, uh, even though it's more or less alleviated now since yeah. I got my drugs back.
0: I just before we we wrap up, I want to bring up one more thing from scripture that I think has helped me a lot in situations and in this is um we look in John and everybody's favorite verses to, to quote he wept <laughs> which <laughs> While it's very small, it's not insignificant that all. Jesus wept. Yeah. I mean, and there's been, you know, he was crying because his friend had died. He was crying because of the unbelief of the crowd in him. But he 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 stopped and he wept. He cried. Yeah, he was, he was sad. crying
1: with. He was suffering with the exactly. Sisters and so I think
0: for us, like, it's okay to take a moment and be sad because your knee hurts. It's okay to take a moment. It's okay when we lose a loved one to be sad, to weep, to cry. It's okay to take a moment in any of those things. But we have to look at Scripture. Jesus didn't weep and 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 weep, and and it stopped him from continuing his ministry. He wept, and then he got up, and he did what he needed to do. And I think for all of us, take your moment. You need to mourn. You need sometimes to just cry. But then you get up, you know God, you love Him, and you continue on with what He has given us. Mm. And so I think it's, it's again, that sitting there and knowing it's okay to be here, but it's not okay to stay here. And so for all of us, whatever you you're going through...
1: You're preaching now, brother. Woo!
0: <laughs> whatever you're going through, whatever pain there is, it's okay to feel that pain. Yeah. It's not okay to just sit and
1: mope forever. Right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So...
0: I don't know. Should we do a minute of culture, Phil? I
1: I I want to talk about Wandavision, Phil. I still haven't watched it, so
0: <laughs> we can't talk about
1: Wandavision. You have to watch Wandavision. Okay,
0: next week I'll have caught up on Wandavision. I'll talk to Tori. How? Tell her this is this is work now. This is priority.
1: So so I'm going to ask you a question before you watch Wandavision. How much of a Marvel aficionado are you? How much of a Marvel nerd are you?
0: As far as the the. Cinematic Universe goes, which right. by using the, that language, you want to know where the I'm The Marvel at.
1: Cinematic Universe, not the comic books, Right, not the comic books.
0: Yeah, I've watched all the movies. We've gone and seen it. We go to opening night. I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If I so. say
1: Age of Ultron, do you have a concept of what kind of happens during yes. that movie? Okay. So as I watched the first couple episodes of, of uh, WandaVision, I had zero idea what was happening. I'll be interested to know... If you had any idea what, if you have any idea what's happening in the first couple episodes, yeah, I've heard so, it's
0: super confusing. So. It is,
1: but it's amazing. Yes, really, really fun, really fun. Well, it's ex- five episodes. You've got to catch up, buddy.
0: Hey, I just want to shout out to uh, Big Baby Rolls and Donuts here in Tulsa. I think like it's named mentioned. after me.
1: It's named after yeah. <laughs>
0: well, they messaged us on Instagram because we called you a big baby in one of the titles. They did. So I want to give us. Yeah, I want to give shout them an authentic shout-out to Big Baby. They do gluten-free stuff here in Tulsa. It's delicious. So uh, they're a little bit pricier than maybe your average donut shop, but they are They're not delicious. your average donut they're shop. They're not your average donut shop. They have a lot of good stuff, hand pies and stuff. So shout-out to Big Baby Rolls and Donuts. All right. And uh awesome. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that is that's exciting. We got a shout out from one of our breakfast places.
0: Yeah, so if they ever wanted to, you know, provide free donuts for one of the shows so we could eat them while they're recording, <laughs> we are all in for that. All in. You yes. know what else we're all in for, Phil? What's that? Is our listeners reaching out? Make sure you email us at secondbreakfast seven 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 at gmail.com, Lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com, or Phil at Eastwood dot com. We would love or- <laughs> <laughs> to hear from you all, Phil, it's been a great episode. If you have yes. any complaints, please send those over to Gordon at Second Breakfast or no, Gordon at EastwoodTulsa.com <laughs> He would love to hear about them. Yeah. We love you guys. We're glad you've joined us, Phil. Last words?
1: Uh, flippity fish,
0: <laughs> flippity fish, loving pancakes, loving pancakes. Thanks for listening to us. We'll we we'll, God bless uh, you guys. You'll hear us next week
1: on Second Breakfast
0: with Lucas and Phil. I'm not afraid of